Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, my peeps, as usual, my peeps, how's everybody doing? Welcome aboard. Who do we have here? Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. How you doing, Yvette? You know, Yvette, I... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Played a piece specifically for you a couple of days ago. I don't think you were in to make it, but know that you are in our hearts and our minds. We also have... AVQ, Michael Rotnin, welcome aboard. Likewise, Bridge MCP, who says, hi, y'all, hi, peeps. We have Lee Grant in the house. Great to see you, brother Grant. AC Rodriguez, está bien temprano. Muchas gracias por estar aquí. AC Rodriguez, ¿cómo estás, hermano? ¿Cómo estás, hermano? We also have Bridge MCP. Let's see what else we got. Eric Hayes is in the house. And... Paul Flemings is in the house. Anyway, let's see what we got here. First one to read is from Bridge MCP, who says, Egberto Willis EV, electric car from 1910 Detroit Model D, could travel 340 kilometers at a maximum speed of 32 kilometers per hour, the usual speed for the time. It had a rechargeable lead-acid battery. The Anderson Company built 13,000 electric cars between 1907 and 1939. The Detroit Electric was sold primarily to drivers and doctors who wanted reliable immediate starting without the laborious manual cranking starting that was required with early internal combustion engine cars. A subtle sign of this car's design refinement was the first use of the curved window glass in production car, a feature that was expensive and complex to manufacture, a car that perhaps could have been the precursor to a different future, but was displaced by gasolina, by gasoline. And let's go ahead and thank you, Bridge MCF, for actually showing us the car, which I'll display on the screen right now. You know, I did know that. I had no clue that some that they actually created a lead acid battery. Now, lead acid is a is an animal that takes a long time to charge, and you know, I mean, submarines and all of that used to use lead acid batteries, as I recall. But yeah, it's a form of energy. I didn't know that, but that it could go 340 miles at 32 kil. I mean, 340 kilometers at 32 miles, 32 kilometers per hour which is about 20 miles an hour, right? Uh, six times, let's see, six times two, 12, six, 18. It's about 20 miles, close to 20 miles an hour. That's not bad at all. You know, lead acid, heavy though, because, you know, lead is very heavy. But I didn't know that. That's great to know. You know, for all those who always want to give kudos to El Señor uh, 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 um, Elon Musk, I, I did a rant this morning on Elon Musk uh, because I really don't like our praising of the billionaires. I, I really don't mind. I, I hate it. I, I, 
I didn't have enough time to process the rant, but I'll play that rant tomorrow that I did on, on KPFT because I tell you, brothers and sisters, the billionaires are actually not, you know, they look, they talk about the billionaires as if they move us forward, that these billionaires are so innovative and that's why they have all that money. Why they have all that money is that they extract out of there. If that money was better circulated, we would even have better inventions because as opposed to uh, Elon Musk being able to have $241 billion in his name, that $241 billion would be spread out across many other inventors who would probably make a better battery, who would probably make a better electric car because our composite knowledge is so much better than somebody uh, who directs a whole bunch of other engineers to do things. People, people, people. I am on this rant, not out of jealousy, envy, or anything, as Eric came on the show earlier this morning to say, oh, you envy the billionaire. No, I don't. I am not really, I mean, money, money? Come on, man. I've, I'm into humanity. I'm into humanity. I have no capitalist inkling in my body any, any longer at all. Nunca, nada, niet. All right, let's see what else here. Hey, Eric says, oh, concerning the debt, haven't we uh, will default on debt as a concern when Dems had power? Why not? Oh, yes, and yes, sir. Uh, anybody who talks about default on debt for America uh, evidently has very little knowledge of economics and sovereign currencies and reserve currencies. If you knew anything about those three items, you would never use the word America is going to default on its debt. Amer if America were to default on its debt, it's a it's a concerted it's it's a, something that we decide to do, not something that we had to do, but something we decide to do. It's almost like shooting yourself in the face. We we will never have to do that, as long as we remain the reserve currency, as long as we have sovereign currency, as long as we have the economy that we have. And as long as we control capitalism, the banking system, and everything else. That is why America so fear BRICS, because they're talking about building an alternate financial system where we can exchange monies and trades, etc. Now, when that occurs, that will be a problem at that point. All right. I, uh, Paul Fleming says, here in is DA Fanny Wallace's response brief to the 11th Circuit destroying Meadows' argument that this uh, merit uh, removal to the federal court. Is that something that I can put on the screen? Uh, okay, uh, guys, look at the link that he puts there. It's, it's, it's too long to put on the screen, but go ahead and look at the link that he provided us. Thank you, my brother. All right, Lee Grant says, I see news uh, from progressively run Philadelphia, soft on crime, DA, and vilification of the police. More than 50 arrested following right night of looting throughout Philly. Mayor says a bad thing. I saw all of us are seeing the videos of, of a whole bunch of people going into the stores and robbing. Uh, again, if they need to get that under control. It has nothing to do with liberal cities or whatever. The crime rate is much higher in places run by uh, Republicans like uh, Louisiana, Florida, etc. So let's not try to put that on on uh, some liberal DA or anything like that. Paul Fleming says, please spare us Republican Party's fake outrage about the national debt. The Bush and Trump tax cuts together have cost an estimated $10 trillion. Absolutely, since they were enacted. They don't care about debt because they all, they on, look, deep inside, they understand sovereign currency. Deep inside, they understand, uh, they understand uh, reserve, they, they know all of that. They are just trying to mess with, with uh, Democrats by, uh, you know, by continuing the uneducation 
of their own. And we have to make sure and keep the pressure on to prevent that from happening. Paul, and as you put that in there, you are doing some informing. Bruce Pollard said, what is our car battery today? It's lithium, uh, uh, made of lithium oxide, I believe. Uh, Eric Hayes, envy of billionaires, not a chance. Michael says, battery technology has improved by leaps and bounds since those early batteries. Longer running time, lighter weight, faster charging time, flux power. Lead-acid batteries generally have a runtime between five to six hours. When they need to be recharged, that process takes approximately eight hours. Although the charging process uh, completes in eight hours, another eight hours of cooling down is typically required. Wow. Thank you for that information, uh, Senor Rodnin. Uh, what else have we got here? The four common types of batteries used in cars are lithium-ion batteries, lead-acid batteries, that is like the old technology one, SLI batteries, and deep-cycle batteries. The four common types of batteries used in cars are lithium-ion batteries. Oh, you, why did you write that twice, brother? Why did you put that out there twice? All right. Anyhow, E2247 says, hello, my relatives. Today's visit will be the greatest ever, as usual. Bruce says, quit with the rant of whatever reason. Quit with the rant for whatever reasons. Huh? Don't understand what that means. You got to explain what that means. Rants are very, very important. That is what makes radio radio because we can put something out there that people want to, uh, to add on to, right? All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, Michael Rodnin says, a repair smith actually lists eight different types of car batteries, but doesn't offer a summary of shearing. Okay, what else have we got here? Sovereign debt. Uh, yeah, keep letting people have free stuff and will not be paying for it. I don't know who gets free stuff. I want to know when you guys always talk about people getting free stuff, you're talking crap. Most people make so little, the things that you call free stuff are actually the giveaways that we give to corporations. Thus, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it? <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease required us to subsidize those corporations by paying the people that work for them additional monies so they can live. Free stuff? Dream on. Learn. Educate oneself. Bridge MCP says, what Fannie response said one day after former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows filed an emergency motion to pause the effect of ruling against his effort to remove his Georgia racketeering case to the federal court. Fulton County District Attorney Willis responded by saying defendant's motion does not show he can carry the heavy burden required to receive such a stay. In bold, Willis wrote that Meadows 
has not been strong, has not made a strong showing that is likely to succeed on its merits. Adding later, with emphasis, the defendant has not actually made any showing. His arguments are overbroad and do not actually address the careful reasoning employed by the court in its remand order. He thus has represented no basis to conclude that he is likely to succeed in appeal. I love it. She knows her material and she knows what she's talking about. So it's hard for crooks and the the less inclined, the less knowledgeable on the law to really go up against her. You know, you don't really get very reputable attorneys working for that side at all. Reason why they don't pay. The one in your car, I bet, is lead acid. My car has lead acid. Your car has lead acid. Uh, that is what's used to crank the cars up, and they usually get the alternator keeps them spruced up as you drive your car. Uh, let's see what else we got here. How? Let's see, Melanie Keelan getting in late. Welcome, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Mike Sisak is here. I'm surprised that Fanny didn't charge a bunch of Democrats with the same, since a bunch of of uh, of them are election deniers and tried the same thing. They no, no, they never broke the law. Donald Trump broke the law by attempting to change votes. None of those Democrats who stood up in Congress and said, no, Trump didn't really win, did absolutely anything to reverse anybody's votes. That is what Donald Trump attempted. Do not compare oranges and apples, please. It makes one look less than, well, you know what. All right, let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. Uh, para ver, para ver. Eric Hayes, that's too long. And it's, let's see, the Texas upstream oil and natural gas industry has added 12,100 jobs. Wow. I don't know what you want out of that for that. All right. Michael Rudden, conservatives talk about free stuff, not realizing that most people like it when government works for and does well for the people. It's why conservatives rail against free stuff, because Republicans always vote against the people's best interest. Not only that, most if you take a look at who gets more free stuff, it's people who vote Republican, people who vote for the right. Anybody wants to challenge me on that? Challenge accepted. Most of our money goes to red states. Again, red states take a lot more than blue states. And the economic activity in blue states are three times that of red states. For you, Egberto, my dear beautiful lady, let's see what you got. Those who do not critically think, do not notice their chains. Oh, girl, I love that. The only thing I'm sorry that you, you know what, Bridge, that person that you have with your minds enslaved, you have it as a black person, right? And let me tell you why I I don't like this particular... Oh, let me put it up on the screen. Why? What am I doing here? All right, let's put that up on the screen. And did I get the, the previous one that, that you got? Did I ever put it on the screen? I hope I did. Anyway, let me tell you why I don't like that being a black person. Because that immediately implies that the people whose brains are enslaved right now are black folks. And what happens is since Emancipation uh, Proclamation, right, uh, the reality is... The reason black folks vote the way they vote, the reason many of the things that it, it, they do is they're still trying to get ahead. The problems right now is not the black mind in chains. And I say this with respect. It's the white, it, it's, it, it's a particular sect of the white population who has enslaved minds. 
And what I mean by that specifically is what is really occurring in society today is that that is what's holding back not only black folk, but white the, the white people, specifically the Appalachian Trails, specifically the red states, they are, their minds are so enchained, enslaved, that they don't understand that their natural alliance is not with these Republicans, but is with the masses in America, the people of color, women, all of these people are the ones that create your natural alliance to move you forward. So, Bridge, that's the only thing I hate about that particular graphic because it's a graphic we need, but it's a graphic that is not fully, uh, doesn't fully explain where we're at. Uh, let's see. Bridge says, Egberto, I didn't think it, if, of it as a black person. I know. I thought of it as a working man, dirty and sweaty. I got you. I got you. But, you know, that is because you are more enlightened than most, Breach. That's the reason why that's not what you saw. I know that. Eric Hayes says, indoctrination, look at Lee. Uh, let's see. Look at uh, Lee going for mayor in Houston, and she has done nothing for the district. Do you really want you – better, you better go ahead and start looking to see what Lee has done for her district before you make a comment like that. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee has done more from her district than most have done for their own district, given the parameters that she has to work under. Before you just make a blanket statement, do a little bit of research. Uh, let's see. Lee Grant says, we hear a lot about critical thinking. What's the difference between critical thinking and rational thought? Rational thought? I am not sure. I am not sure. I, I, I think the rational thought is thing. I, I think they're pretty much the same. I think critical thinking, though, requires more if-then rational. Well, I, I, can, I can't just say it off the, the top of my head, so I won't say it. All right, AC Rodriguez says, uh, they always vote against your interests because someone less fortunate than them might get to where they are in life. But the thing about it is that a lot of the people they fear have already surpassed them. All right, Michael Ryan says, agreed looking at the meme, didn't, uh, didn't notice a racial component, focus on the thought to uh, fact check everything. Might personally include a class divide component in this, this discussion. I tell you what, um, Michael Rudnan and Bridge MCP, what both of your statements just showed me is you guys are, en are so enlightened. I can see why you guys are the heroes of politics done right because you're so darn enlightened. That is where we need to be. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Mike C. Saxa, A.C. Rodriguez, do you understand how welfare policies work against the best interests of poor people? Actually, not well-designed welfare programs at all, because I can see how welfare work against the rich people. I can see how welfare has worked against the poor people based on the welfare that corporations are getting. So if, if that is what you're alluding to, uh, CSAC, oh, I can see that. But anyway, I got to get, I was on a radio show in, um, on a radio show in Wisconsin yesterday. Remember I told you guys I had to take off to go to the radio show. And what I want to do, I want to play that radio. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Radio show for you, the, the, the segment that I did on the radio show. So I'm going to start there, and then we'll go on to my second rant after that. So here is what I did on that radio show the devil's advocates the fix for political junkies everywhere taco tuesday it was <laughs> yeah. but on this show you know we we laid out some plans we've we've got some fine guests or guests later egberto willies uh he's going to join us and uh he does a fine job he's got his own political show politics done right and a new book it's worth it talking to the other side. And I wonder if we introduce Egberto to the CJ, if you'd still hold that opinion. <laughs> right. It's worth it. Until uh, you meet right, CJ. Right. I, I hope be not, the man. subtitle of the book. <laughs> or is it? Question mark. A second edition printing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Egberto Willies. He's joined us live via StreamYard. He is Egberto Willies. His show is Politics Done Right. And he's got a new book. It's called It's Worth It. Egberto, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. It's my honor to be there, to be here. And I tell you what, love your state, Wisconsin. And I'm not just saying that to be nice. I actually visited Madison and, you know, it was great. I, I had a great time out there for the Democracy Convention and for a couple of coffee party programs. So great state. And your show plays out on KPFT. That's Texas based. Are you based in Texas? Where where's home for you? The home for me is Houston, Texas. I live in the suburbs called uh, Kingwood, Texas, and I've uh, been here for quite a while now. And, you know, we're just trying to make the best out of it out here, but we're <laughs> doing it. Same here. A but difficult you know, location to live as a progressive radio host, podcaster, uh, author. That's going to be a tough I mean, that's not Austin. And and I know Harris County. I know Houston's yes. relatively blue part of a very red state. Yes. That's a damn red state, sir. It is very red because of how they control things. I mean, if you take a look at the, the, the state proper and you, you ask the people what they really want, it's really not a red state. But it turns out that, uh, as you guys know, with the, all the trickery that goes on, especially you know that quite well in, in Wisconsin, especially what's going on with that judge, et cetera, that uh, it, it's a difficult situation when they're really trying to stack the decks against you. Yeah. Egberto, I was counting your podcast. You're in the thousands, man. How long have you been doing this progressive radio, progressive talk thing? Oh, man, a long time, over a decade now. You know, it's it's sort of uh, keeping that consistency going, you know, getting people to get used to uh, coming at the same place at the same time. So we try to keep that consistency. But over 10 years, I started out doing it uh, with a little station in Canada, Internet station in Canada, and it migrated ever since to uh, both Coffee Party, to the Pacifica Network, and these other places. Now, Egberto... Egberto Willies, our fun guest, um, when you're doing the show and we hear, we, we try to do it open line style mm -hmm. and we, we try to be open-minded. We try to take all callers, all comers, but occasionally you get trolls. And I know you've written a new book and I want to talk about it. It's called it's yes. worth it. And you think that we should be talking to our political opponents, but I don't know if you just heard from our pal CJ, man, this guy calls every day. There are guys yes. 
that would wreck that notion, Egberto. <laughs> yes. You know, there are people out there that that would make you regret that notion. So how do you stay optimistic? How do you continue to have conversations across the aisle? You know, I, I tell you what, the listeners that I have, they get irate with me because they seem to believe that I give those trolls more attention than I give to them. And guess what? They're right. Because here's the thing that all of us do here, all of us in the progressive media, we know that we're going to get those trolls, right? But the other thing that we know is after we do a live show, even if we're getting one troll and a few people, there are thousands of people out there that are listening not only to us, but to the trolls. So the idea is I try to keep my composure with the trolls, knowing that there are a lot of other people that have the trolling idea out there, but that are a bit more objective and they are listening. So even though uh, people get irate with you for dealing with the trolls and counteracting the trolls, the sensible right-wingers out there, a lot of times, because they get a new exposure, they'll say like, ah, I never thought about this way. And how do I know that works? I have the letters to prove it. People would listen to a podcast that I've done, you know, a couple of years ago, and they'll say, oh, guess what? Thank you. I never thought about that. I've changed this or changed that. Look, it's one person at a time. And I know it's hard as hell, but it's one at a time. <clears throat> Folks, you are listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. We got a fine guest. He is Egberto Willis. He is the host of Politics Done Right. And he is the author of a book. It's worth it. It's worth it talking to, you know, let's say our political foes, people that don't see things exactly as we do. but. You know, we've cut some people off at Berto. Yes. We've, we've got some former guests like U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, who was eccentric and, you know, was anti-climate change and had many disagreeable political points of view. But we had the guy on 25, 26 times. And then January 6th rolled around. And there are a number of Wisconsin Republicans, especially, that find themselves fully embroiled in either a fake, uh, fake elector scandal or they wrote a letter to the vice president, or they were in uh, some to this day still trying to overturn the election of 2020 in our state. Yes. sir. So it's very hard for us to find, uh, let's just say, the common ground with those that are still trying to say it was rigged, it was stolen, and let's redo 2020. What's your thoughts on I the sick stuff? I am glad that you said that because the Ron Johnson wouldn't appear on my show. The right wing politicians wouldn't appear on my show because I know that they know the truth. And I know that they are the leaders of the misinformation machine. So I leave them out. My, my ire is always left for them. When I'm attacking people, I never attack the MAGA, the MAGA conformist or the person who is, who's been influenced by these guys because I understand the psychology. The psychology is that these guys, uh, they grab on to something. These guys have allowed them to grab on to something. So I give them no airtime. You won't see a Ron Johnson on my show, but you would see people who believe in Ron Johnson on my show. And I would I ask them questions about why you do X, Y, Z. And many a times I have them answering your own questions. And a, a lot of times when they there are two things that usually happens there, right? They answer the questions and find around, find out that they're coming around to our position or they realize what's occurring and immediately I don't have to throw them off. They're, they want to get the hell out of Dodge. What Folks about listening. Joe Biden? Egberto <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Willie, uh, host of Politics Done Right. So how do you, 
because you know, we, listen, I, I I voted for uh, a Democratic uh, mayor of Milwaukee for governor in Wisconsin, uh, Barrett. Then a recall came around. I voted for Scott Walker, the Republican. A lot of my <laughs> progressive friends, you know, they, they get me on that. Uh, I I I was the uh, MC for the 2016 Libertarian Party of Wisconsin's convention. You know, so I, I've literally voted for Republicans and Libertarians and Independents mm-hmm. and Rightans. I'm literally that guy. Okay. Right. Then I look around. And I think, well, well, and I'm down for the conversation. And people can change their minds. And you know, new information comes to light, or you know, you, you, someone ha- you have you have a an epiphany about something. So I, I, I'm totally down with the conversation. But some folks, you know, you're not going to convince. You know, some right. folks, if, if you're if you're a, a, a paid coca-cola spot uh, uh, uh spokesman you're never going to drink the pepsi you know what i mean right. there, there are some folks you never ever they're not they're not willing partners they're not honest brokers they don't want to be convinced they want to shut you down they want to throw a wrench in your gears uh how do you how do you differentiate between those folks and just regular everybody everyday folks who you know just you know go to work every day got a family and you know wife and kids or older parents or whatever the case start trying to get through the day and barely have any time for you know this kind of political fever that we're we're into how do you make that separation all right they're the trolls and the trolls are i use the trolls in other words i use the trolls to to convince other people. However, that, that's that section that you talk about, those people that are there that have no intention of changing, and not only do they have no intention of changing, they're attempting to shut you down. Those are the folks that I simply let go. And the reason why is that uh, those folks generally also know the truth. I put them in the same category as I put a Ron Johnson in. These people know the truth. They are there as the salesperson of the lie. They are there as the salesperson. So I, I, I just, I get rid of, I differentiate the trolls from those guys that you just mentioned there because they're the ones trying to do damage. The trolls are really confused. And sometimes, you know, you have that little kid that's out there that just wants to kind of uh, be the other, be the, the other voice and, see that if they can pull your strings based on other things that they hear, I want to use those, you know, I don't want to throw those away because they make my show uh, actually proactive to other people. And that's why in the book, what I did is the first sections of the book, I make sure to give in, I give the progressive message, right? In other words, why we stand for the things that we stand for. And I do it from a, from a mathematical standpoint, ethical standpoint, social standpoint, et cetera. And then uh, with uh, given folks, the given the person who wants to do what I say to do, which is uh, it's worth it. Talk to your right wing relative, friends and neighbors, because you then know the material. You can then find whatever modal you need to use as an approach to talk to folks. Uh, I want to get your sense. Uh, Obviously, uh, the former president, Donald Trump, interviewed on NBC uh, recently, and I've given him some some grief about that. Do you think it's wise and appropriate for national news media to you know continually bring people like Donald Trump and give them more airtime? No, remember that, that's what I said. From uh, John's Ron Johnson wouldn't appear on my show. Neither would Donald Trump ever. If if I were so honored to have a Donald Trump on, <laughs> I would never ever have him on my show. Because again, that makes me complicit in what he knows he's doing wrong. So no, uh, guys like that, I wouldn't give them your time. But the regular, regular average American citizen, um, you know, you would, if you have an ill person, you know, I consider many of MAGA folks ill. 
in other words, uh, they're, they're really sick, right? Yeah. And as a humanist, a human person, you won't uh, harm somebody that's sick. You try to help them. And that's how that's what makes me keep my cool. Egberto, all the ivermectin they need. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you're listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. We got to find guest. He is Egberto Willis. He is the host of Politics Done Right and also the author of It's Worth It. Uh, let me ask you, I see there is a little made for Fox News event coming up. Uh, Gavin Newsom, mm -hmm. who's taken this sort of pro Joe Biden stance and he's kind of there in the public conscience. Right. Just in case. Right. right. Just in case. And then there's this Ron DeSantis character who has been a failed presidential campaigner. I don't know if you recall Scott Walker's presidential campaign, oh, but the yeah. parallels are obvious. This so, guy yes. is, is Scott Walker 2.0. We've seen it since the get. Yes. But Fox News has created effectively a made for television debate between the governor of the state of California and the governor of the state of Florida. Yes. And Berto should do some be playing along. Sean Hannity is going to be the moderator for Christ's no, sake. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. I, I I know Newsom is a smart guy, but uh, it's it's rigged and I, I wouldn't do it. No. And the reason I wouldn't do it is not out of fear, but how they're going to splice and cut whatever I say for the out clips, the outtakes. It's not about the interview where he's going to clean their clots. It's about how they create the outtakes and the outtakes are going to be hundreds and hundreds of clips that they can go ahead and change the outtakes and make it say something it didn't. Well, let me ask you, Egberto, if Fox News comes calling, do you accept the invitation? I've personally been banned from that little yeah. two-bit operation, but would you go on the Foxy News? Uh, what's your personal attitude? Not to do a debate. I would go to Fox News one-on-one. -on -one. If the host calls up and say, I want to do, a I want to ask you X, Y, Z, I would say that and I will make sure that my answers are in such a manner that you can't easily cut it to say what it doesn't say. Well, I can tell you. Have, have you been because they really don't ever make it a fair fight. They sort of box you in. They usually yes. put you on a panel and they usually don't even tell you what you're talking about till like the bright lights are in your face. Three, right. two, one. We're talking about crash and grab in San Francisco and why it's Joe Urgh. Biden's fault. Defend them. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I, I personally burned out on that little exercise. Now, you know, occasionally C-SPAN. I'm waiting for the big call from MSNBC. <laughs> no, Maybe you, you know someone, Egberto. Neither of us will get a call from MSNBC because we, we 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 are straight talkers. I mean, you have somebody who actually voted libertarian here and, you know, they, they, they will create some issues there. So, no, they would never call. I don't think either one, any one of us here. Well, Egberto, that means you better sell your own book. How can people buy the book? It's worth it. You can go get uh, get links to the book at politicsdoneright.com slash books, politicsdoneright.com slash books. And you can find all my books there. It's worth it. It's worth getting that book. I can guarantee you that. And if people want to hear your show, Egberto, how can they listen? You can go to politicsdoneright.tv, politicsdoneright.tv. Egberto Willies, thank you so much, man. I don't know if it's worth it talking to every single righty out there, but it was certainly <laughs> worth it talking to you today. Uh, really nice making your acquaintance, sir. It has been my honor. Thank you so kindly. All right, folks. I hope that you like that. But anyhow, if you see that on the screen earlier on, if you recall, uh, El Senor uh, uh, Lee Grant asked what 
he asked about uh, what was it again uh, about rational thinking and critical rational thought and critical thinking and if you take a look at what I have up there on the screen it has what uh, e2247 has uh, put out there and let me go let me go ahead and bring that up so I can read it as well because e2247 did some great work there in presenting that to us and I really want to go ahead and uh, do it right and repeat it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You know, uh, this computer is doing a million things at the same time. It's processing. It's doing videos. It's doing all of that. Okay, now I have it big enough to read. It says, Lee Grant, here, is, here, is, here are the differences. He said, critical thinking is simply stated as the abilities, the skills a human person has to analyze, evaluate, create. What is so terrifying about that? We've been doing it since we lived in caves. When we analyze, we are working to differentiate, discriminate, distinguish, focus, select, to organize, find, cohere, integrate, outline, parse, structure, and attribute, deconstruct. When we evaluate, we are working to check, coordinate, detect, monitor, test, and to critique, to judge. I couldn't have said that any better because I wouldn't have been able to do it as well as presented by the one and only E2247. So anyhow, folks, anyhow, folks, I have another piece to play for you. But before I play for you, let me see if there's anything that I uh, uh, woke. Is you, you know, it, it's amazing how people parrot things, Breach. You gave a look. Let Let's do this. Breach gave a great explanation. Breach says Michael Rudnan Lee Grant woke is. Uh, oh, actually, I think it came from Michael Rudnan. It says woke doesn't mean to hate Americans or white people. Woke means to be aware of social injustice. It's such a pain in the ass when conservatives intentionally misunderstand. The common meanings of words they misuse for some sort of strawman burning. But also, Bridge had a, uh, a mention of that as well that I want to read because I, I think I read hers first. Uh, let's see if I can find what she said. Uh, bear with me. Bridge also said about wokeism. I can't find it right now. But anyway, again, it's a whole lot of stuff I got to go through and I can't find that. But here, here's what drives uh, should drive many crazy. Woke, okay, here we go. Being woke was never a left thing, is what Breed says. Uh, it was. It is almost 100 years old. It was, I believe, started in the early 1900s for black people to be aware. Woke is being aware of the social issues we human face not about the government, about the people. If the government wants to adjust as they're doing so, so be it. It is not a pie when someone gets right. You do not lose yours. I mean, what is, what is disconcerting is that when you, inter when you teach somebody something, you enlighten them with the new information to, to tell them your right people have been lying to you about the real meaning of the word woke. So you're here at Politics Done Right 
we are explaining to you what woke means. And then you have Eric that comes back and says, woke is a joke. No, woke is not a joke. Again, as we stated, we want you to stay aware. We want you to be awoken. We want you to be awake. That's what woke is all about. Being in control of your own mind, right? Thank you both uh, Bridge and uh, Rudnan for enlightening with uh, that definition, which is the correct and accurate definition. Very important. But um, if you notice, thank you, Yvette, uh, for saying about the great interview. Likewise to uh, Bruce. Thank you, brother. Now, here's the thing that I want to say. Remember that interview that I just did with the Devil's Advocates? They went. Uh, they asked me about forgetting about people like, like let's say Eric or whatever, who chooses not to understand. Who choose? They are willfully ignorant, right? They willfully choose to misrepresent even after they've been informed what something really is. After they have allowed themselves to be ill-informed by otherwise evil people. Now, we've informed them. They can look up what we've informed them about if they so choose to do. But they don't because, again, the ignorance is not that they are inherently ignorant. It's that they are willfully ignorant. A very big distinction. Now, why do we continue to work with them? Because, again, as the guy, uh, as uh, uh, I forgot his name, not alluded to on the show, he was like, my God, Egberto, you have thousands of these podcasts that get viewed. These, these, you remember when he said that earlier in the show? Guys like Eric are great assistants in getting the progressive message, not to progressives, but to MAGA and right wing. Because as they see people, as they can actually see people being willfully ignorant, they don't want to be that person. And I'm not being pejorative here, folks. I'm just state, making a statement of fact, right? We have teachers in this, in this chat that's giving you verifiable information that you can corroborate. And if you choose to get that information and still remain ignorant, right? It is like I'm telling you, the water is hot. You don't need to touch it. The water is hot. But if you want to verify it, get a thermometer and put it in there and you'll see. And you go ahead and put your hands in it anyway because you just don't want to listen to me about put, using a thermometer to determine it's hot. That's willful ignorance. All right. Let's go ahead. And this is my rant for the day because – and this is a very, very serious issue. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Mis hermanos y mis hermanas. You know, I heard Joe Biden say one time, show me your budget and I'll show you your values. Again, show me your budget and I'll show you your values. I'm going to expand on that. Show me what you are willing to spend on. Show me what you are willing to tax for. And I'll tell you how much you care about families. I'll tell you how much you care about family values and how much you care about humanity. Well, we are in that position right now. And, you know, it's something that we alluded to a few months ago, a few weeks ago. It turns out that at the end of this month, the subsidies that were given 
uh, it was written under the COVID plan. COVID was used, the, the COVID pandemic was ultimately used to do a lot of experiments that we couldn't otherwise get Congress to pass because, again, they never are proactive, specifically the right side of the aisle, is never proactive enough to say, let's do what's best for our citizens. Let's do what's best for our families. So they are never prepared to do it. But COVID came along. And yes, we spent trillions. And we could see in spending those trillions, programs that worked and programs that didn't. What we found out is investing in children could ameliorate poverty, could get rid of poverty. It could get, it could bring poverty all the way down. Now that we didn't reinstitute many of the policies that prevented child poverty over the last year when they expired, child poverty went all the way back up. Now, we have something else that's expiring. The subsidies in the, at the end of this month that go towards uh, programs that hold help kids, that uh, child care while the parents are at work, that sort of a thing. 70,000 care programs are going to shut down, affecting over 3 million kids. But that's not all. Because in affecting the kids, you will affect the parents. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Is that it's the end at the end of the month of the pandemic era funding for child care. What was that and what will happen when it expires? Look, this was part of the American Rescue Plan, Katie, and we covered it at the time, a way to help the pretty floundering childcare system in the U.S. at least have some foundation for support financially. Those benefits are now set to expire. And look, it comes at a time when moms are finally rebounding to their pre-pandemic workforce rates. That's a good thing. But you and I both know when moms don't have childcare, generally that means that they have to scale back or pull out of the workforce in order to sacrifice that paid labor for the unpaid labor of being at home. This is an age-old issue, and it's a reminder that even though this isn't directly at play in this larger spending battle, when you're constantly fighting crises here on Capitol Hill, it makes actual proactive legislating really hard or basically impossible. And so on this one, the fact that they are looking elsewhere means that they can't push forward on continuing to expand this, and this could have really dire consequences for a childcare industry that is so essential and also so starved for resources already. Listen, if you can't put your kids in childcare, you can't do anything else. It's not like you can go to work with your toddler or your or your yeah. newborn. It just it doesn't work that way in this country. So it is extremely important. So what does that mean? It means now, remember how our employment went way our unemployment way 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 down. You know why? People could go to work. Why could people go to work? Because they had child care, child care that otherwise, given the, the meager salaries that they receive, wouldn't be enough. But because of government subsidies, good government, what it meant is that people that would otherwise have to stay home could now go to work. And in going to work, we got new taxpayers. 
And not only do we get new taxpayers because they have an income, that money flows right back into the economy. So it's more than just getting taxpayer. It's increasing economic activity that is warranted by that. By that. Remember, the powers that be thought we would be in a recession by now because they believe in supply-side economics. And if we did all of this, somehow we would be back in a recession. But to the chagrin of all these, these supposedly uh, preeminent economists, right-wing economists, supply-side economists, the recession never came. The recession never came because we gave money to the people who needed it, would spend it, and would work. That's why the recession never came. It wasn't magical. It was because we got away from supply-side economics for the duration of the COVID pandemic and went into Keynesian economics with a touch of, what again? MRT, MMT. That is what did it. We knew it would work. It's not like many, uh, many of our left-wing economists didn't explain the reason why this stuff works. Now, people are going to say, yes, but look at what happened to inflation. Well, the inflation was caused again by a capitalist corporate evil that these guys saw that people have money in their pockets, so they will throw the prices to meet the money. But we could have regulated that as well. So now at the end of this month, what happens? At the end of this month, in a few days, we're September 2023. A lot of families will be looking for places to put their kids that they can afford. And most of these people won't be able to afford it. Most of these people, the gains that they thought they've made with the new jobs that they've had will no longer be there. And we will be regressing right back into the evil form of tax cuts, hurt the middle class, hurt the poor. That folks cannot see that, that the mainstream media hasn't uh, hasn't made the narrative in the form that I'm saying right now, that I'm putting out right there. We prove COVID gave us the ability to spend and prove that Keynesian economics along with MMT works. We proved it. Poverty went down, no recession economic activity, and the only thing that we needed to then mitigate was the greed, the evil, the, the simply mitigated gall of those who run our corporations. The answers are there in the numbers. The answers are there in the numbers if we choose to look at it. Family values, my you-know-what. Come on, folks. Come on, politicians. Speak the truth. Come on, media, speak the truth. Let's do what we know is right to the families of America. Yes, 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 yes. And unfortunately, that's the bingo debate game we play. And that is the bingo debate game that harms. Very good one, uh, Bridge MCP. It's amazing because if you keep, and I don't, let me tell you what's the biggest thing about this, right? is that there are so many different stupid, stupid talking points there that if you sit down and have to 
dispel each one of them. Uh, look at how many stupid things are on that that bingo thing that that that's like the chart every talk show host on the right uses. That's the chart, right? And you spend so much time looking at a chart with ridiculously silly topics like that, and then it is impossible if you actually if you let it if you go with it to talk about issues that really matter. So what we choose here to do at Politics Done Right is we negate, disregard, don't talk about those issues except in a tacit throw them to the curb. In other words, you bring it up, show that it's silly, show that it's unintellectual, and you let it go and you move on to what America really needs. That is what you do. Hey, Bridge, I don't know how you find this stuff, you know? I don't know how you find this stuff that I, <laughs> you must be on a hell of a... Oh, Lincoln Project gave you this one. Okay. Link, I love Lincoln Project. Yeah, I love that. All right. Uh, Washington is an empty financial pit. True. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Any other thing of interest that's worth uh, repeating here? Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, part of it, part of it. I don't think I have anything else here on this particular topic. All right, look, I'm going to shut us down early today, about three minutes early, because I, you know, I have a whole lot of stuff to process for tomorrow, and I have a whole lot of blogs I got to get done tonight. I've been really behind on blogs, and I really need to get my act together because we got to keep this message in the progressive space going we got to keep the message in the progressive space going so um i'm going to shut her down uh right now so what i want to ask before i shut her down of course is for you guys to please support the program the first form you can find all the different ways to support our program by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support politicsdoneright.com slash support. That is a way that gives you all the different options in which you can support our program. I can tell you, we need your support. Alternatively, you can go to politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. Please subscribe to our newsletter. It's a coffee. I mean, every, the subscription to our newsletter, first of all, is free. But you can become a supporter by getting the per paid version, which gives you allows you to read all my books free of charge that, that I'm placing up there. Right now, I have two of them so far. I'll be placing the rest shortly. So please go to politicsandright.com slash newsletter and become a paid subscriber of the program. Uh, let's see. Bridge wants me to put another one on the screen. I'm trying to get out of here, but Bridge says put it on the screen. And what it means is I'll put it on the screen. All right. Uh, so please become a paid subscriber, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here right now. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh! We...
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.